From days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe. How's it going, everybody? Thanks for streaming. This is the Shinro Beast Podcast. Thank you for listening. This is Jason, a way of being. And joining me today, we got Joanna currently charting the waters to Alabasta. Trail Daniels, guess who's back? Joey, Gabba Gabba Hey. So, how you guys doing? It's been a minute. Good mm-hmm. to see you guys again. Good to see you. Hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm going to start this podcast off a little different. I'm going to read a quote from the Rick Rubin book, The Creative Act, A Way of Being. We tend to think that what we're making is the most important thing in our lives and that it's going to define us for all eternity. Consider moving forward with the more accurate point of view that it's all small work, a beginning. The mission is to complete the project so you can move on to the next. That next one is a stepping stone to the following work, and so it continues in productive rhythm for the eternity of your creative life. Amen. He's Did one of the favorite people that I like to hear talk about music and knowledge in general. He's a beat. What did he actually say there, though? Because I think he said a lot of nothing. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> this is, uh, he just said, like, the next thing's the next thing. Like, and then th- he there can you say are. whatever <laughs> mumbo-jumbo he wants, but he has the track record to, to back it up. Uh, now, I, I felt that statement. If you could put a beat to like it, I guess. He's talking about... You know, when people work on a project, they take it too seriously. And when you do that, sometimes you'll be stuck there exactly. and you might not move on because of the fear of like, oh, what if it sucks? What if people don't like it? It's kind of like, yeah. I think like just do what you're going to do, okay. like t- treat it as a small thing and keep it moving because then mm. you're never going to progress, I guess, with your yeah. art, with your that makes creativity. Sense. Like just let it snowball, right? Yeah. Instead of one thing will lead you to the next. Don't try to overlook yeah. the mm-hmm. first step. And so there you go, man. He did say something. All right. Yeah. I know artists, they do that every day. He just gets scared to put stuff yeah, out. And then but he turned that into um, a paragraph, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and then you don't, you don't get motivated to finish. Like you'll feel, you'll be stuck. But, yeah. You don't have to read it end to end. That's why it's a yeah. great book. It's just something you reach for, like if you're like you know need some creative motivation, right? Like exactly. it's not a book. Like yeah, you don't read from beginning to end and nah. like a story. It's. Let me ask you guys a question. Sometimes when people like see each other after not seeing each other for a long time, they'll kind of just ask themselves like, "Oh, how you doing? How's the kids?" I think like I've never asked this to a person before, and it's I think it's something I would want to ask like creative types. Where are you like stylistically? Like if somebody asked me that, I'd say, "Oh, um, well, right now I'm kind of like into vintage Apple computer advertisements from the '80s." like magazine ads and the graphic designs and the fonts they used, the film grain on those photographs. And if it's not that, it's um, like vintage racing posters from like the 60s, like Le Mans, 24 hours. And what do they call it? The livery? Like all the designs they put on cars, the stripes. The, oh, yeah. Just all that. That shit's, that's what uh, makes me hot these days. Like those two. <laughs> yeah, that's, where, for sure. that's where I'm at right now. So when I'm doing like Photoshop or that's like what i'm trying to channel right there yeah like cutesy art things that have like vibrant popping colors because i don't really wear colors like that and i would mess with it with makeup but i i'm lazy and i don't 
wear much eye makeup anymore so it's been catching my eye like okay ingrained some color or like kind of like vintage gothic style but has cute like layers um kind of like cathedral type of like you know um looking like architecture also so a mixture of that stuff kind of like i guess almost like japanese gothic lolita style but mm-hmm. it's cute it has color and you know some of it is dark where do you find it on instagram a lot of i just find artists and i'll just like find their work that way right now i'd say i'm on the ai wave ai videos shout out to my boy Rick who makes those for me but ai right now is is uh coming up and it's just so much sick like visuals you can do with the ai that like just regular videos cannot do and as far as for ads they are gold if you run ads ai ads right now like you you will get a following or you will get whatever business you're trying to get do you know what program he uses rick nah i'm actually i'm gonna approach him to teach me how it's my style my theme is uh basically i've been you know obsessing over late 70s film um has that grainy quality Mm. you know the olive greens the oranges the browns you know that dark not too bright um you know picture it gives you i've seen a lot of you know directors like david fincher you know bring this back uh the way they frame shots that's true yeah, I'm starting to look at the way uh, John Carpenter did all his different films. And, you know, some are lighter, some are darker, some are weirder. Um, but that just shows you, like, where you can take your stories when you're writing. Mm-hmm. And uh, even lately, like, talking about the late 70s era, you also see a lot of movies that are road films. So that's like buddy mm-hmm. films on the road or a storyline that ends up going somewhere on a journey on the road. And those are, like, supposed to, uh, supposed to be the, uh, you know, cheapest to kind of make. Oh, really? But I just think it's a, it's a huge time commitment. Have you seen uh, Paris, um, Paris, Texas? Exactly. Is that, that, that kind of thing? Like the- exactly. But I just think if you're working in a small team, yeah, it's cool and you can do it on a short budget, but you have to have the time of those people to actually go out there on the road and take that trip. You know, you so. think you could achieve that look like just using like a digital camera? Like, yes. like or, iPhone or, or something? Oh, definitely. Or phone, yeah, yeah, you could fix all that in post for sure. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I think something like road trip would be dope. Like a yeah. funny kind of comedy on the road. Comedy like Dumb right. and Dumber is like a road trip, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I think I would have to hire like really good talent for comedy unless we're doing it more or like a the sketch wizard. style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Wizard, the wizard? With Fred Savage. That's a road movie. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> California. Oh, yeah. never seen that. <laughs> they play against the dude who has the power glove? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh damn. God. Iconic. What a I chump. <laughs> I was actually just looking at a Little Monsters the other day. Oh, oh, that was Fred Savage, right? Yeah, yeah they brought out the uh, score. The score is for sale online right now. So I forgot about that movie. I know it's been a long time. Can I talk about something very dear to me right now? Brazzers. Uh, <laughs> Another thing that's very dear to me right now, but <laughs> does it have to do with French people? It's um, it's been a a magical year for 2023, and we have one of my favorite uh, musical acts, the Beatles, who broke up in 1970 releasing their last song in 2023 i know i don't know a lot of people who are who are into the beatles as much as i am unfortunately so Mm -hmm. i gotta go online and share my excitement with like a bunch of 60 year olds (laughs) and 70 year olds (laughs) yeah they have a new song called now and then and if you're unfamiliar um it's based off of a old demo tape that john lennon recorded in his living room in like the late 70s they had a chance to work on it like in, nine, in the early 90s, the Beatles, 
but um, technically uh, there was too much uh, too much noise on the recording, like too much piano overpowering his voice. Uh-huh. Now that um, Peter Jackson did his um, Get Back project, he's using that technology to isolate uh, John Lennon's voice off that demo tape to where it sounds like crystal clear. It's like AI technology, oh, that right? Could, that they can mix and... Oh. I got some program. Yeah, yeah, there's plugins now that will just make that sound. It's ridiculous how they can clean that up. You've used it before? Oh, yeah. Really? I used several. Uh, can, you, um, can you take a song and take out the vocals and just have it be the instrumentals? Oh, yeah. You could do that with the new Serato sample Cause. 1.0. <laughs> Because people do that like on YouTube for like karaoke uh, songs. Yeah, you can literally now you can take out the bass. You can take out the drum. You can isolate any one thing. Any like obscure song that you love that they don't have in karaoke, you could just make it yourself. You know, it's wild. Using, uh, what is it, machine learning. I'd rather say machine learning than AI. People said, when they said AI, that the Beatles were going to release a song in AI, people got freaked out because they thought they're artificially generating john lennon's voice but that's not even the case you know just, that would have been terrible yeah. yeah that's what i thought it was at first yeah so all they did was yeah they took that demo tape and just extracted him out of it i mean i heard that story that you told but i was i was like questioning the timing of it all with ai so i was like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is it really yeah <laughs> do they really have that tape the whole time a lot of the newer kids are disrespecting the beatles <laughs> <laughs> No cap, as they no, say. Well, to be honest, I think the song's okay. That's all right. It's not one of their hits. Yeah, it would probably be a lesser song on a on a Beatles album. Are you a fan at all? Oh, who the, the Beatles? Beatles? Yeah, yeah. I was going yeah, to say to you, everybody here, like Enough. all four of us, have Definitely. a memory with the Beatles. I think there's different there's different types of Beatles fans. Like, I think uh, the song sounds a lot like "Free as a Bird." Uh huh. Yeah, yeah that's the same. That's what it is basically. That's like, how. If you yeah, play it next to it. It's kind of very similar. They were all supposed to release like it was. Free as a Bird, Real Love. Mm-hmm. They released those two. And, and yeah. uh, the third one was supposed to be Now and Then. But uh, okay. Well, what's but, your earliest Beatles memory? I'm asking everybody. K-Earth 101 in the car, going with my mom to the grocery store. I want to hold your hand. That's the mop top thing. That's, the, that's <laughs> all I knew about the Beatles until like the early, like 2000, 2001, when that one album came out. Oh, one? Yeah. Oh, wow. That album came out, so it was just like a perfect gateway to get introduced to their music. I've just been a fan ever since, man. But I think there's like those old people who just like the mop tops and the Love Me Do songs. Uh-huh. And then you have like your music heads who like only listen to the White Album because <laughs> yeah. that's like the one that has credibility with them. But I remember I first discovered them watching a show called The Wonder Years. Yeah. And it was Winnie Cooper and Kevin Arnold's prom. Or not prom, uh, one of their first dances they went to. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had dope soundtrack for that series. And they the played. The intro song is a Beatles song, and mm-hmm. I didn't ever knew that. Yeah, I, I didn't know that mm-hmm. until like two years ago. But A little help from my friends? I think it was Joe Cocker. Yeah. He covered it, yeah. Oh, he covered it? Yeah. yeah. I never knew that was a Beatles song. Okay. Mm-hmm. I discovered them and a lot of other great music on that show. Yeah, on the show one day. Mm-hmm. Wonder Years. Oh, yeah. I couldn't watch that show, man. The Wonder oh. Years. I could. The fucking dad, like I could not stand. Like he I was the best. I hated that guy. Like just his, I couldn't stand that motherfucker, dude. I couldn't. I feel like he was trying to, trying to talk shit to me. Like dude, my dad don't even talk to me like that. You better yeah. shut the fuck up. He was a mean <laughs> man, dude. That fool had Mr. me on some Arnold. fucking Menendez brothers shit. Like, no, I, this guy needs to fucking be taken out, dude. Wow. 
because yeah. yeah, they would show that shit after um because after school you'd get home watch cartoons and Tiny then it, it'd be like the it'd be like mm-hmm. the um the adam west batman show for like two episodes and then it, then you hear the wow would you do? <laughs> Ooh, i get hyped like, when i hear that yep. <laughs> it's right around oh. the sunset when dinner yep. yeah exactly. and then they would show those like uh stater brothers commercials yeah. i'm like we don't have that market why do they yeah. always show this commercial yeah, like, nope I'm not watching the wonder years man fucking Marilyn manson as a child in that fucking show dude <laughs> that wasn't him but i loved that it. rumor was great i loved it yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think when it could. I mean, is that that's probably like a, as a white un, kid, unpopular opinion. As, as a white a white I trash went, kid, I, I loved it. Gave me aspirations of a of a civilized uh, one of yours, a little more civilized. When he was overrated, and when uh, Kevin Arnold's when this white girl started coming on, and oh, yeah. I liked the white girl better. No offense. Yeah, I hated Madeline. <laughs> I think that was her name. Oh, and when they broke up and she slid in there. Yeah, she slid in there right away. <laughs> she was like a brunette? It was season one. Yeah, I think she was a brunette. No, she was a blonde. She was a blonde. Oh, Becky? Yeah, yeah Becky. Yeah, yeah, I think it was Becky. Oh, Becky. I hated Kevin's dad. I hated his brother. brother. <laughs> his mom looked like a fucking but remember, Jane. Do you remember Winnie Cooper's brother? No. No. <laughs> in the first I, two episodes, episodes, he dies. Oh, yeah. he was like in the Vietnam War. Yeah. 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 It was so dark. Um, Mom yeah. was a plain Jane. I didn't even think. I mean, Winnie, huh? I was gonna say I didn't even think Winnie Cooper was cute, man. I think, <laughs> I think her face looked like a fucking butt. She wasn't. There's lack of options. We only had eleven <laughs> yeah. channels. Yeah, it's true. I said that. That's like, true. Was, That's true. as an adult, given that whole time frame, I think you would at least appreciate the time frame. Putting all that bullshit aside, because yeah. like I feel like watching it as an adult, I'm like, oh shit, you know, some of the things like yeah. I that know. I didn't understand as a kid. Yeah. They makes, went through some stuff. Yeah. I don't even know who was catching my eye at that time because. I didn't like Kelly Bundy. No. Oh, I love Kelly Bundy. Um, Shout out. I was transitioning from Alyssa Milano on Who's the Boss, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Interesting. That's true. That's funny. Oh, yeah. Joey, yeah. you didn't go into your Beatles story. Did you do yours? No. Um, <laughs> I think it was like elementary school. They would play like the mop top stuff. I don't remember what, but I remember like I liked it. And then I would find out it was the Beatles because I think the teacher showed us like a picture of them, you know, with the mop tops. I'm like, oh, like, this is a song. And then, like, Jay mentioned, like, they would play it on K-Earth or the commercials, you know, where they would sell those, like, CDs. And they would show clips of music videos. So that's the only time I got exposure to, like, 60s music videos. So, like, theirs and animals, like, stuff like that. The mom was into papas. I've been deep diving all that 60s stuff hard recently. Like, mamas and the papas and... Zombies. Zombies is, like, recent. Yeah, I'm, like, recently just... Like there's a shit hard. deep diving the zombies. Dude. They got some hits, dude. Ooh, yeah, uh, are they American or they're from or British? I believe they're American. American if I'm not I mistaken. So. Yeah, but yeah, mom was they got some bangers. John Phillips is a genius, even though he was um banging his daughter. But um, <laughs> disgusting, disturbed individuals. That guy was a musical genius. Can't take that away. Monday, Monday. <laughs> For myself, obviously, Kareth, like you said, Jason, um, hearing like the "I want to hold your hand," love me do. Um, so I didn't think much of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, think about it, Kareth. You have next all these Motown, Sam Cooke, Otis mm-hmm. Redding. Those things sound so much better. Um, they're a little bit, you know, like around the same time, if not a little bit later. Um, however, in '94, '93, '94, Beatles came out with the anthology album, and this is a four-disc set. Um, and that was one of the title tracks was Free as a Bird. Uh-huh. And then um, it kind of went into a bunch of stuff that they, you know, demo tapes, stuff like that. 
Um, so I kind of got into them then, but it was just uh, more of a change of pace because right then grunge was really hard. You know, um, this is before like the big hip hop hip hop boom. Um, it had already started, but then you had your grunge come in, and you had all these new bands like Green Day, you know, Nirvana, Foo Fighters. This is right after Kurt Cobain died, I believe. Then the Foo Fighters launched their debut album. So to have like a Beatles release their anthology at that time, it was a good mixture for like releases because you either had that or you had that soft sounding. Um, I guess it would be called adult adult rock. I think they call contemporary. it contemporary, you know, like 10,000 maniacs, you know, yeah. stuff like that. So it was, it was interesting. So, uh, yeah, Beatles, it was a good release that they had. Um, they had an anthology too, that came out, which I don't think I could get at the time or either that, or I didn't like the tracks that were on it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I think they were just trying to cash grab at the time. I think also like around this time, this is where the rights of the Beatles was transferring back and forth between like Michael Jackson buying them and then uh, all that. I was happening. just gonna bring that up. Yeah, so I think that's what it was. Yeah, how do you guys feel about Michael Jackson move purchasing? I think that a, catalog. I think he's a disrespectful snake. <laughs> <laughs> snake in the grass, sheep. <laughs> Wolf in sheep's clothing. Do you, what did Paul say? You know the the funny thing is, um, Paul McCartney is the one who gave him the advice to yeah get into publishing yeah, for sure. Exactly, that's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I try not to disrespect Mike too much because there's too many too much of that going on already. It's yeah. true. <laughs> man, rest in peace. The man was innocent until made, proven guilty. He made Moonwalker. People say he made Thriller. I say he made Moonwalker. He turned into a fucking car. A robot and a spaceship. Come on. How else was he going to get them Joe kids? Pesci. Yeah. And he yeah. made a video game. He made a out video of game him. on Sega Genesis. Yes. The put, in the some, arcade. put some respect. Well, when you put it like that, I would blow him too. Okay? <laughs> That's a, yeah. I just saw his like um, Disneyland commercial when they partnered and he did Captain, Captain EO. EO. Yeah. So he's dancing with all the like Disney characters yeah. through the Cinderella castle. Actually, we don't have Cinderella here. What do we have as our castle in L.A.? I forgot if it is Cinderella or Sleeping Beauty. I think we have Sleeping Beauty. Oh, no, wait. Sleeping Beauty actually is the one in Orlando, I believe. Yeah. Either way, both of them are whores. What do you guys think of um, Disney adults? That's like a a term that's being thrown around now. To me, I never really thought about it, but uh, yeah, there are some people that kind of take this shit a little too far. Yeah, I I recently had the pleasure of doing a project for uh uh not disneyland what's the one next to it not not california disney adventure, california adventure. Uh-huh. and i got there early around 8 a.m before the park opened and uh it opened at nine and there were already massive adults without their children there all with and the ears they, with the ears they were uh, buying stuff as soon as the park opened they, they were running have, in they probably don't even have children to it's be. just no. sad many guys. with no children it's just there. sad at this point <laughs> those are the disney adults i know i know people who are like that like i've seen them season pass season passers every day after work or every week they go or we see you on instagram okay we see you <laughs> to me i always thought of it like i was more um easy on them before because it's mm-hmm. i always thought of it as just like a mm-hmm. like california culture for sure yeah like you go to in and out like in and out yeah, exactly. burger you go to disneyland. disneyland yeah you eat fried chicken from the fucking that restaurant in disneyland and get corn dogs and mm-hmm. but now just it just seems like it's becoming more uh, derogatory mm-hmm. because people need to refuse to grow up or something yeah and they got their own con yeah, like, and then know. there's companies like lounge fly who make 
all kinds of crazy like limited merch and these people shell out the money like i mean i'm not hating i mean do yeah. you but these people are nerds get therapy <laughs> or, <they're> ner- <laughs> how do you <laughs> not get tired honest. of the rides it has to be for like clout do you think you it's like clout because you got to get tired what's the psychology do you think it's like some deep-rooted my ha- last happiest well, memory before my my father I, killed my mom they want to keep they want to keep the yayas going i feel too like it's young. a it, it's even like it's a i don't know i feel like it's a social media thing because yes. i feel like there were people who were like that before but not to this extent no. it's like all these people do it because i have to post social content. media content uh, i'm i'm buying clothes because i go to disneyland i bought this dress for disneyland i bought this bag for disneyland there's bats day there's dapper day you know like they they've made all these like fucking days where everybody goes and dresses up and it used to be underground and now so Everybody it is getting worse just i think it got worse social media and content yeah, i think creators. social media made it like so worse. why is disneyland is that like a status symbol like if if you go there like that's, you gotta that's true i think a lot of it too is uh women trying to show that their boyfriends have money like if they make them take them because i see a bunch of early relationships do it that's what i see not people who've been together for a while but there are those but usually those ones are compensating for something, you know, because mm-hmm. their life isn't like full <laughs> enough. Like I would stay home and bone. Like, I don't know why they're going to Disneyland. Probably because like, they want to get married at the at the Cinderella Castle. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know people who've like, yeah, That's propose. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> propose at Disneyland. There's probably people who want to get married in Disneyland. That's There's insane. plenty of Disneyland marriages for, yeah, sure. for mm-hmm. sure. They know all like the fucking um, how many Mickey's. How many hidden Mickeys and yeah. the fucking hidden apartment inside of the firehouse? And I only like one ride there in the Space Mountain. I think if they get rid of the annual passes, it'll fix a lot. There you go. Yeah, annual passes. Yeah, no, that's true. Because before it was like the, the later it got, the more empty the park got. Mm-hmm. And now it's like the later it gets, the more packed it gets. Because all these levas getting off work and shit with mm-hmm. their fucking pass. Want to come and grab a fucking corn dog and, and a ride? And then they changed like the name of the pass. They changed like how it works. I don't know. Just seems annoying and complicated. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. And I don't even hate. I love Disneyland, but I feel like seeing people like that. Like I'm not trying to be in your video. California, California, California. Yeah, California, California, please. California, California. 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 Well, we could all agree that Britney Spears is going to kill herself soon, right? Oh, you think she's going to kill herself? Like on purpose or have by you, accident? Have you seen this crazy bitch online? I saw her dancing with the knives, looking like fucking Baraka in Mortal Kombat 3. It looks like a combination of all my ex-girlfriends who like had issues and they just finally realized them all combined into one person and just dancing around, bro. But she's pretty fucked up in the head, right? Because her, mo- her mom was kind of like Macaulay Culkin's dad. Yeah. Everyone's trying to say be nice to her, support her mental health, she's this and that. Me. But if you want to support her, get her from killing herself because that's going to happen because you guys are championing her. Well, I'm listening to her audio book. <laughs> and yeah, she's, she started like her mom would take her like to vacations, like I think on the beach. And she would drink like at 13 or 12. Yikes. Little hillbilly. So, yeah. But she was always trying to put up that front, right? That squeaky clean christian she, she uh, had to for her image virgin. yeah but she was she was smoking and drinking like at 13 i don't know she was on top of the world like mm-hmm. at one point but she's uh, not like she got fucked by the record industry she got yeah she was on top of the world when she made slave <laughs> wait slave or uh i'm a slave for you what was the other right. one toxic 
Oh, Toxie. Yeah, that was her height. Yeah, that was the heights. Then she died after that. Her career. She got Pharrell to make her a beat. You did the right thing, Justin. <laughs> I wanted to ask you a question, Kacho. Um Sorry if I get a little too racial here. I don't mean to get racial, but <laughs> what are you gonna you ever, ask? Do you ever like see like black people like out in public and racist, you could like racist, 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 you could, <laughs> racist, racist. like you could tell they're not from like L.A. Oh yeah, I could, there's like like what, what's the because sometimes I see people like go back to fucking racist, the Midwest racist, or racist, racist. there's different <laughs> levels of black people. There's all kinds of black people. There's the native black people, you could tell that are from here. And there's southern black people, you could automatically tell from the way they talk. But not and even black- like the way they talk, but like the way they dress. And could oh, you yeah, tell they're yeah. not from LA? Oh, I can definitely tell immediately. Like, what's the giveaway? Mm-hmm. Usually, like, loud ass clothes. <laughs> <laughs> like, trying to be like too trendy. Like, they come from New York or something. Or like I don't know. Like, I just get I just got a vibe. It's kind of like my cop radar. I can just kind of tell when a cop's around. Yeah. Just feel it. They dress like art school <laughs> students. Yeah. Kind of sometimes, no, sometimes we'll be at the mall and be like groups of like like a big group of like like young black people, and I'm like, go back to fucking the Midwest. Or, <laughs> or like, like you could tell they're not. I don't know why, but I could tell they're not from LA. There's so many and, transplants uh, here. I'm man. not gonna include mm-hmm. this on the podcast because. I'm getting called racist by a white person. Oh, no, that's perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect for the podcast. So let me tell you from the white perspective here. Uh, so visiting family in Arizona, Lake Havasu, you know, you would go on the boat and and you would, if if you're looking for black people who, you know, you're no trying to see people if they, out there. Though. That's the thing. You're trying to see if they're from out of town. That's the number one giveaway. They're there. They're the black people by the lake. And then uh, number two is uh, they're always wearing like full jeans and shit, just kicking it by the water, like. Not no beach clothes, no lake Who? clothes. White black, people, the black people oh, that black. visit like Lake Havasu, Arizona, they're like coming from somewhere, somewhere else, <laughs> just for like a family outing. I don't know. No, I think either they got lost coming from Vegas or they were trying to cut through New Mexico and they ended up in Arizona. And you could t- or and something. He and means could, a place where black people are, though. <laughs> like yeah, for sure, for are. sure. No, <laughs> but yeah, no. I forgot who I was talking to, but they kind of like. Uh, they kind of like made it like more clear, but we were talking. I forgot who we were talking to, but they said uh, after fucking Katrina hit, oh, there was a lot of like displacement for sure, and that's probably when they started like coming to L.A. Right, the, all those states, like, all the southern all, states, all the southern states coming yeah. west. Yeah, they all started yeah, coming. Yeah, because before it was just like okay, black people. Yeah, but then now it's like different. Where the fuck are you from, yeah, dude? For sure. go, go back. To was this one of the people we met on the train? <laughs> I forgot, oh, I forgot who told us, but that kind of like made again, sense. Yeah, it happened again in the pandemic, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, that's People right. People came from Chicago, stuff like that. Like and it is like, cities. it is like the loud clothing, like the, I don't know, like Ed Hardy, <laughs> the yeah. affliction style clothes, red <laughs> hair. And yeah, and they like. Uh, just a thought I wanted to ask, I wanted to ask you, because <laughs> if I saw you at the mall, I'd be like, yeah, you're from L.A., but, oh yeah, well, I, I I go out of town and people automatically know I'm from LA. Oh really? What is, <laughs> it is it because the way you dress? Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. okay. And the vibes. Yeah. Or New York. Mm-hmm. There, I get New York sometimes. Yeah. I get people in LA telling me I'm from the East Coast. They think I'm from the East Coast. I think it's the way you talk. I think I'm real, real like vulgar almost. I, I don't know if it's vulgar, well, like, but fast and, and like, like uh, I feel like you get like um, abrasive. Like that and like you're 
the way you say certain things, yeah. be, people will probably be like, "Oh, is this um, guy you, from New York?" Or like, you never get Boston or somewhere over there. Yeah, yeah, I get like Philly, Boston, Bonk. yeah, maybe like that. They try to point it, but they can't point it. They're like, "I don't know." They're <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, "You're confusing me." Racist yeah. ass Boston. Yeah. <laughs> oh fucking Mar- yeah, Mark Wahlberg, fucking home of Marky Mark, Asian beating motherfucker. <laughs> Oh Didn't he kill that man? He almost lost his eye or something. Know. No, I think he just fucked up some like old, old oh. Asian man. Yeah. Oh, didn't he leave him blind and deaf or so something like when the whatever side of yeah. his head that he like fucking like Piece of shit wow. punched him? Yeah. I didn't know that. Come on, come on, come on. And that's gonna <laughs> wrap it up for us here at the Shin Robies podcast. Once again, thank you for listening. Signing out. This is Jason. Uh, salted egg potato chips <laughs> joining me today was Joanna still charting the waters to Alabasta trail professional pretender Joey too legit to quit thanks everybody catch you on the next Peace. one bye bye peace out